Hey, it's Nick. Thanks for listening to the Upgraded Executive Podcast. Ben and I are moving this podcast into its next phase, where we will be interviewing experts from around the world who are at the very top of their game. Our guest today is none other than Dr. John Jakewish, who is a founder, scientist, and inventor of two amazing biomedical devices, OsteoStrong and the X3Bar. I've been following John for some time since seeing him on Dave Asprey's podcast, and as soon as I saw the X3Bar, I just knew I had to buy it. We had so much to discuss that we ran for over 100 minutes, but it was so good that I didn't want to lose anything, and it's for that reason that we've created two episodes. This episode is all around strength hacking and how to build strong bones and big muscles. The next episode, eating like a carnivore and what to eat to grow muscle fast. This really is a fascinating discussion. We cover the story on how OsteoStrong was born, the causes of poor bone density, what the X3 bar is, and how it's so powerful at building muscle three times faster than conventional weight training. We also discuss how sometimes biohackers get it wrong, and the bad science is out there, and why you shouldn't get your information from internet commentators or Netflix. If you're enjoying the videos and podcasts, we would really appreciate it, really, really appreciate it, if you could subscribe to the podcast and like and subscribe to our videos on YouTube. Finally, if you'd like to get access to our content one week before it's released, please leave your details at www.upgradedexecutive.com forward slash subscribe and we will send you a special link so you can access the videos one week before we officially release them. So let's get on with the episode. Welcome, Dr. Jaquish. It's really great to have you on the podcast. Thanks, guys. I'm excited. So my background, um, yeah, I was studying marketing. Uh, I was doing my MBA, uh, and, and uh like I, I was interested in life sciences exercise. Mm. Uh, and my father, uh, he's one of the guys who designed and built the lunar rover. So he's been an engineer, scientist. Uh, that's, that's the little car that's on the moon. Mm, yeah. Listeners who aren't aware. So uh, I always had a problem solving kind of logic that was driven into me. Uh, from him. Mm. And when my mother was diagnosed with osteoporosis, she was upset. She read some of the statistics about hip fractures and the death rates associated with hip fractures. And uh, she didn't want to take any of the medications because there's side effects associated with all of them. And so what I decided uh, was I was going to look into what could be done. From a, from a physical medicine standpoint, like, mm. and, and the decision I made was, are there any people out there? Is there a population that has like superhuman bone density? And if there is, let's figure out how they did it. Mm. And then maybe I can plug that into my mother's sort of daily life. And then that'll be, that'll be a way I can address this. So I found that population. It was crystal clear when, when reviewing the academic literature. Uh, and then that was the basis for my, my PhD in biomedical engineering was uh, impact emulation. 
So gymnasts are the, they're the, the super responders mm. and they're not super responders because of any genetic reason. They respond because they get the right stimulus, mm. which is very, very high levels of force to the body. Now they also injure very easily. So my medical device allows for the benefit of high impact. And like the book Osteogenic Loading covers this in, in depth. I wrote this book while I was developing the technology uh, and, and finishing my PhD. Uh, so that, that process is, um, it's very safe. So it takes the danger out of high impact and and gives the benefit. So people are reversing bone density, all bone, bone loss all over the world and building higher levels of bone density than they had ever seen before. So like, for example, I'm 2.3 standard deviations above normal. Normal is zero. And like I, I have, uh, I'm 43 years old. Uh, I have bone density that's equal to uh, you know a 19 year old gymnast. Wow, it's incredible. Yeah, super powerful bone. I'm not breaking anything. Can I just ask the question for viewers that don't know how um, or what osteo strong is? Do you just mind giving an overview? Yeah, it, it's. A series of robotic musculoskeletal treatment devices that place forces through the body that emulate high impact. So it's the benefit of high impact without the risks. And when the body goes through this protocol week after week, there's a compounding effect of building stronger tendons, stronger ligaments, stronger bone density, and influencing the density of musculature. So people become very powerful very quickly. And uh, also there's a neurological effect in that you're training the body to fire more musculature in a much more, in much shorter time frame. Mm. So you have more access to the muscle that you already have. So like the, one of the most powerful effects I have ever seen. Now I clearly have a biased opinion. I invented it. Uh, but it's <laughs> one of the most powerful things you could do to the body. But how do you even come to invent a medical device that sort of older people can use that increases bone density without having the impact? I isolated the positions humans naturally absorb high impact in. So imagine you trip and fall and you put your hands out in front of yourself. Mm. The back of the hand is in line with the clavicle and then there's a 120 degree angle from the upper to lower arm. That's how you'll always respond. Mm. Like a little kid goes to fall mm. or an adult or an elderly person, they all, if they have time to react, they will all react in the same manner. Mm. So I isolated just those positions and then allowed people to self, self load in those positions so that they could get to these very high levels of force and then trigger the growth but because it's a self-controlled event with a uh, computerized process and there's even a robotic arm, it gets you into the right position. Uh, and you're looking at a computer monitor, which is telling you how much force you can impose uh, or how much force you are imposing compared to the last time you did it, the best time you ever did it. And so you're kind of competing, but uh, you're only managed by your own neural inhibition. So it's sort of like you can't squeeze a fist hard enough to break your own finger, 
because of, of the neural inhibitory process. Your brain will shut off muscle. It's not even your brain, it's a spinal mm -hmm. reflex. Uh, your central nervous system shuts off musculature if you're self-imposing something that could create an injury. Now, you can't break your own finger by squeezing a fist, but you can bang your hand on a table and break your hand. So that's an out-of-control event versus an in-control event. Those are just two examples. So I put control into the equation, self-imposed control and neural inhibition. And that, that was really the answer. And then we just computer monitor it mm. and record all that data. So how often would somebody use OsteoStrong? Uh, one time per week because the metabolic rate of bone is different. Primary mineralization happens in five to 10 days. Secondary mineralization, you actually have a knock-on effect for uh, growing bone density for 140 days after one instance of osteogenic loading. That's incredible. And, yeah. how, long, and how long does a workout last? 10 minutes. I mean, we don't we don't call it a workout. It's yeah, it's of course, session. like therapy. Session. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't look like a workout. It doesn't feel like a workout. Mm -hmm. It feel, it feels like something happened, and you like brain activity. Like you feel so like ignited mm. when you go through one of those sessions. I don't know if you tried the one in Cardiff. I haven't yet. No, I think it's yeah. still fairly new. Uh, uh, ben and I saw um, Benny at the Health Optimization Summit that ran in London. Great. Um, so I'm definitely going to make my way down there um, at some point. And you also mentioned there's another one in the UK in Harrogate? Yes, in Harrogate. So, John, if somebody doesn't have an osteostrong facility in their area, what could they do themselves to try and improve their bone density? They should open an osteostrong. <laughs> I thought you might say that. <laughs> I'm yeah, guessing honestly, if yeah. there was another way to do this, I would never have started this business. I yeah, would have written a book about that. Yeah. So it is it is a stimulus that you're just not gonna get mm. anywhere. Yeah. And does 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 anything even come I'm not saying close, but does it have like some like small benefits? Like things like maybe I don't know, maybe things like trampolining or a going no, on the a vibration plate or so there is no impact in the trampoline okay i mean that's good for lymphatic drainage blood flow mm -hmm. like there's definitely benefits to a trampoline mm -hmm. but not bone density benefits yeah yeah it, it, it's in uh, osteostrong locations are not expensive to open mm -hmm. uh it's a great franchise business so mm -hmm. talk to talk to your physician and say who do you know that could open one of these? Because mm. I want to use it. Mm. There you yeah. go, Ben. Your next business idea. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, it's an awesome business. And you're helping people. And it is just like total high-fiving type community. Interesting. Mm. When someone does the therapy, whether it's an elderly female or a professional athlete, mm. they look exactly the same as they do it. Mm. So no one's ever embarrassed. Like mm -hmm. when you go to a, a gym and you see somebody on the treadmill and you can tell they're self-conscious because they're not very strong or not very fast, or maybe they're a little bit out of balance and they feel embarrassed. Like the, the people who are lower performers often are very self-conscious 
in that type of environment. And it's a shame because they need it the most. Mm. So with OsteoStrong, it, it's everyone looks exactly the same. Mm. And uh, so it, it ends up being very encouraging where I'll see uh, a, an elderly female encouraging a professional athlete. Like I've seen this a couple of times <laughs> and, and it's like, they're like, you know, in essence sort of exercising together though. It's not an exercise. You know, my, my other product X3, it, it, it is for musculature and dropping body fat. Mm. Like, but it's, it's, it's a very, um, that, that one will also get you incredibly strong for a whole series of different reasons. Mm. But, um, like, it doesn't address bone density because mm. the forces are not high. It takes tremendous forces. So, for example, the hip joint, and, and this is actually from a study out of Bristol, mm. uh, where they determine what the minimum dose response, the minimum amount of force to trigger bone growth in the hip is 4.2 multiples of your body weight. So just think about how much you weigh, multiply that number by four. Mm. So people who go to lift at the gym, I, I meet women all the time. Oh yeah, I go to the gym. I have nothing to worry about with bone density. And I'm like, mm -hmm, yeah, you do. Because mm. you're not getting there. Like, I don't care how, how strong you think you are. You're not getting there. Mm. Uh, in fact, there's an iPhone application called Fracture Proof where you can enter your body weight and hold your phone against your hip joint and jump up and land mm. and see if you can create enough impact force. We, it, this, this whole application is an emulation of that Bristol United Kingdom study. What like you enter your body weight, jump and land. And it'll tell you how many multiples of body weight you just mm. put through your hip joint. And it's pretty telling because the people who are under 30, they can get, some of them can get there. The mm. athletic ones can get there. Almost nobody over 30 can get there. In fact, most people can't even get close. I saw on the website that OsteoStrong now have a link up with Tony Robbins. So you're, you're obviously looking to try and expand that business globally. Mm -hmm. what's, your, what's your ambition for OsteoStrong? Where do you want to take it? Well, um, you know, I'm the inventor. I'm... I'm taking care of the science, answering scientific questions. Uh, a lot of the referring physicians communicate with me. Mm. So Albuquerque, for example, has 28 referring physicians. Mm. Um, so I, I, I really man manage those. The, the one who's driving the growth of the company is Kyle Zabrotsky. Mm. Uh, and uh, his, he just wants to get it everywhere. Mm. Uh, but he's also getting it everywhere right. Mm. So you walk in there and you feel like, like everything is very set. Everything mm. is very organized. Um, you know, it, it doesn't quite feel like a Starbucks, uh, but, or a Costa coffee for you guys. Yes. <laughs> uh, but the, um, yeah, it, it just, it, everything is very uniform. And it has to be because when it comes to a medical talk track, mm. you don't want franchise operators to make their own thing up of how they explain it because mm. they could get a word wrong or, or something like that. And so you really have to make sure that 
the talk track is correct. The right information is handed out. Um, you know, no one, no one exaggerates what it does. So why is bone density so important, John, other than, you know, elderly people falling and maybe breaking bones? Maybe why should somebody maybe in their late 30s, early 40s be concerned around their bone density? Well, most people have pretty low bone density just because of the poor nutrition Mm. that we've had. Um, Plant-based diets are very damaging to bone. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, oxalates damage bone. That's what vegetables have. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, vegan and vegetarian nutrition is uh, strongly correlated with low bone density and high fracture rates. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, like the Western world is seventy percent plant based nutrition. Mm-hmm. So. You know, it's just getting worse and worse. And, and now when I say plant-based nutrition, I'm including Coca-Cola. Yeah. Because that's made of plants. And, and that is where people are getting their calories. It's French fries, Coca-Cola, chips. I'm, I'm not just saying, you know, by eating your asparagus, you're, you're compromising your bone density. You are. Because that's awful uh, for bone density. But... Uh, it's it's uh, also uh, and, and we see um, Dr. Sean Baker cites very frequently that vegan vegetarian nutrition he he would try and screw broken bones back together and they wouldn't heal he he would actually see the bone mass not able to heal with vegan and vegetarian nutrition and uh, yeah we got to get away from plant based nutrition because I think it's I think it's becoming uh, a larger and larger thing now. I keep on seeing clients um, as a performance coach who are watching the documentaries on Netflix that are like terrifying them, and then they're like, "Right, well, I'm going vegan." I'm like, really think about things before you react to a documentary on Netflix because yeah, you know, propaganda is a bitch. <laughs> absolutely, yeah, absolutely. So. So if you have low bone density in your sort of late 30s, early 40s, John, how does that impact maybe your health and what you do? Obviously, as you get older, that situation will get worse. But are there any, are there any sort of correlating health effects when you're sort of in that late 30s, early 40s age? Or is it something that happens afterwards as you get older? Low bone density is typically addressed People are alerted that they have low bone density kind of later in life, unfortunately, and they're not cognizant of why they should care about it. Bone grows or diminishes very slowly. So, for example, there are people who used OsteoStrong for two years and they'll build, they'll go back to like the level of peak bone mass, which is considered 30 years of age for the given race and gender of the person, because every race is different. <laughs> Sorry, liberals, you can cry about that. <laughs> uh, but the, um, ultimately, the bone that you're supposed to have at 30 years old uh, is, that's considered like the healthiest level because that's the best you've ever sort of been statistically Mm. so if you can get back there in your 50s or in your 60s the effect of osteogenic loading lasts 30 years 
So you can, you can hang like what, what exercise is going to give you a benefit for 30 years? Wow. Nothing. John, when I first came across you, um, it was on Bulletproof Radio. So I'm a certified Bulletproof coach. And so I follow Dave's podcast quite closely. And when I saw the X3 bar, I was just mesmerized. To see Dave Asprey doing the exercises on the podcast and actually talking about the X3 bar in the same breath as ARX, I was like, wow. that's just incredible that you could have created something that is so small or so compact. I mean, yeah. I've, I've been using it for um, two or three months now. I just find you got that. an upgrade, man. I know, I know, I know. I've got to get an upgrade. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you got like the original. original. <laughs> that is the original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But it still, still works perfectly fine. You know, nothing. Oh, of course. It works exactly the same for the, the listeners who don't, don't know what X3 is, basically I took the data from OsteoStrong Research and it enabled me to quantify the differences that people have from their impact range at an absolute maximum. And these forces were tremendous. We had postmenopausal population using seven, eight times their own body weight, mm. which Professional athletes don't do that. And these are deconditioned people who we got in six months to that to that level of loading. So it just shined a light on really how brutally inefficient weightlifting is. Because we 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 pick a weight that we can handle in our weakest position. And then our strongest position, we're really not getting that much of a training stimulus at all. So what we need is a weight that changes. Now, there's 10 studies that show that variable resistance will grow strength and musculature faster than standard weights. Mm. But they, they didn't. They just picked an arbitrary amount of force to add in variance because they had no idea like what, what the optimized ratio was for how much force. So, for example they would put small bands on a bar that also had weights on it and they'd be holding X amount of weight at the bottom of their squat and mm. 1.2 X at the top. Mm. Whereas the capacity differences, as I discovered are X at the bottom and seven X at the top. So what we needed was a stronger level of variance. Now you look at band training and band training has been out there. Physiotherapists use it. Physical therapists is what mm. they call them in the States. Uh, been using banded type training for a long time. But the resistances are so weak with standard bands. Uh, and this is it's that way for a reason. Because if you get the bands heavy enough, they start to twist your ankles when you're standing on them. Mm. And they start to twist your wrists. So mm. the small joints of the body could be destroyed by a heavier type band. So I thought, okay, we can use bands, but we need something to protect the small joints. We need another ground to stand on. Mm. And we need something like an Olympic bar. Mm. And so that, that's what drove me to develop the X3. And uh, it works so well. We have a whole host of people on the website who in six mm. months have put on 20 pounds of muscle. Mm. Uh, very low injury risk. I mean, you can use it wrong and like, you know, drop it on yourself like any other 
piece of fitness apparatus. It's very, it's heavy training, but it's heavy training. But heavy is, first of all, heavy cannot be avoided if you want to grow muscle. Mm. There's no getting away from heavy. Mm. Anybody who trains light or uses lightweight banding and they're like, oh yeah, I can get all the muscle I want out of this. Yeah, not true. Mm. Uh, But it is heavy in a strategic way so that the high forces get delivered where your biomechanics are absolutely optimized, Mm. firing much more musculature. Therefore, you get a greater level of fatigue and a greater level of growth. Within two years, I put on 45 pounds of muscle. Like if you saw me a couple years ago, you wouldn't even recognize me. Uh, I'm just a completely different guy. Uh, very muscular and, and I got very lean also because of the self-stabilization plus the excessive amount of load. Um, I wrote a meta-analysis on this and the guy that works with me, Henry Alkyer, is co-author on that. Uh, we did this meta-analysis and demonstrated that stabilization firing plus load equals a very high level of growth hormone upregulation. So every time you do it, growth hormone skyrockets and which makes you a lot leaner also. So there's people who are not only putting on 20 plus pounds of muscle, they're dropping body fat at the same time. Mm. Very efficient and effective. And it only takes 10 minutes. Mm. So coincidentally, I was very excited to do your podcast because it's executives that got excited about this. Mm. Like we still have plenty of professional athletes. Uh, physicians really like it because they typically don't recommend weightlifting, heavy weightlifting because of the injuries. Mm. So that's, it's like, there's like kind of a conspiracy theory out there, you know, on the internet (laughs) where all stupid ideas come together, (laughs) Uh, where people are saying, Oh, my doctor doesn't understand exercise. No, your doctor does understand how many injuries Mm. come out of exercise. So they're conflicted. They don't really study it or care because they just see people destroying joints. Like most orthopedic surgeons are like, oh, well, yes, exercise is great until it's not. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so the physicians really got on board with this because much more growth comes out of this method and this technology. And the chances of injury are far less. Mm-hmm. And, and it's also you exhaust so quickly it only takes 10 minutes but john i've been it's like so fatigued like oh, yeah. like i've never been fatigued before in my life i mean i remember being maybe 16 17 18 a long time ago you know and i think people will relate to this when maybe you're doing a bench press and you have somebody spotting you when they gradually take the weight down they take the weight down until you just press in the bar and you can't even get the bar up it's that level of fatigue i feel with x3 but across multiple different ranges of motion mm. and and i think i think for me i i do have to be careful what i do after x3 i mean luckily i don't have a physical job i feel as though i've like worked my muscles to the point where oh, yeah. i need to recover yeah Right. Well, and this is why I'll never lift weights again. And by comparison, lifting weights is a joke. Mm. If you look at the stimulus and what the what happens in the growth response, uh, yeah, especially beginners can see changes in their, if they're lean, they can see changes in their physiology by the day. Mm. So, right. Like ultimately, if you're holding the same weight at the bottom as you are at the top, you're not stimulating much. 
but you are damaging joints potentially mm. uh, because it's as soon as you get stronger that weight goes up but there's a lot of tissue that's more solid in uh in the uh, the tendinous and ligamentous tissue does not adapt as quickly as musculature mm. uh, and so or it doesn't adapt as much either so this is part of the reason why like um, performance enhancing drug users can have a lot of joint problems mm. because the drugs influence the size and power of the musculature but the supporting structure is not there mm. so they can they can break themselves up pretty badly mm. yeah I also found, John, that um, before using X3, I was getting problems in, in sort of my lower back when I was standing up for too long. And it would give me sort of like quite a bad pain on my right-hand side. But since doing the X3, I realized that particularly when I was doing the, the deadlift, I didn't have that much strength. But my strength yeah. went up really, really quickly. And then right. the pain in my lower back just disappeared. Oh, yeah. I have no pain yeah. there now at all. Whatsoever. Has frequently to do with just the lack of firing muscle in the area. Mm. Oh, just because what happens is somebody hurts their back, so they stop doing stuff with their back, and then that the, the joint in question is not supported. I have two bulging discs in my back from uh well from rugby actually. Uh when I was younger and I don't feel them. They're there, but I have no pain whatsoever. I have full range of motion. You know, I can do anything. I can. When I show people the X3, I feel I really have to explain it to them because they go, oh, yeah, I've seen bars and resistant bands you know, in the past. But what makes X3 different from everything else? I know you touched on it earlier, but I think it's probably yeah. worthwhile emphasizing the point so that uh, the audience knows why this is different from other things that they've seen? It, it allows people to deliver 50 to 100 times the force of any other variable resistance program. And variable resistance has been shown in 10 different studies to be a more powerful driver of muscular strength and muscular size. Mm. So it's, it's, yeah, people look at it and they go, well, it's just bands or whatever. Like, well, that's like saying, here's my smartphone. It's just a piece of glass mm. with some circuits behind it. Well, great. Why don't you tape a pocket calculator to a piece of glass and then that's, that's your iPhone, right? It's the same. Mm. It costs you maybe a dollar to do that. So is it the same? But it, back to the you know internet commenters like there's a lot of stupid people out there and they don't know what they're looking at but they have no problem pretending that they're an authority on that issue and you just have to tell them no you're wrong that's mm -hmm. not not what it is like yeah. very powerful forces in, in fact uh there's there's professional athletes that use the product and don't even use the heaviest band mm -hmm. like they're I shouldn't say their name uh, because copyright issues, but the professional basketball team that is typically associated with Miami, uh, they uh, use it. 
Mm. All the players use it. And I like that they trade a lot of their players because now a bunch of teams want to use it. <laughs> Those guys bring it with them when they, when they go to another team. Yeah, so I will be training with uh, one of the players from a professional team that might be in the Detroit area. Very good. Yeah. Ben, did you have a question for John? Yeah, I, I did. I, we were saying before we started the recording, John, I think the website's brilliant with all the social proof and it's clear. You looked stacked in your before photos, so I could see there was a difference. Can you just yeah. expand on what you were saying in terms of yeah, pounds of mu- 30 pounds of muscle in the first year, 15 pounds in the second year, uh, and I got leaner. I, I dropped mm-hmm. 16 pounds of body fat. Um, and, and I did start out kind of strong, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, when I look at that picture, people are like, oh, you're in great shape, and I look at the picture and I – I don't know. I looked like a fat guy who maybe lifted some weights. Mm. Uh, part of the reason I was a fat guy, I was, I was kind of stuck in that mentality of, well, I, I want to be as big as possible. So I got to keep eating a lot, which just keeps you fat. Mm. Yeah. It just, I look like oh, terrible. Uh, so yeah, I find that before picture. Totally embarrassing, but you know, <laughs> a lot of people are out of shape, so I guess I don't really feel that bad about it. But um, it does have influence on people who are already very strong mm. in musculature. Uh, in fact, there's a guy who used X3 and no weights to go and win uh, the Northern California Bodybuilding Championships. He won the open class. And the over 50 age category. The guy's 57 years old. So he mm. beat a bunch of 20-year-olds. Wow. Guy didn't lift any weights. He just did X3. Really, John? That's incredible. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's uh, – once someone uses it and understands what they're doing, there's some people that I, I've seen get the product and yet still don't really understand what they have. Mm. You know, the people who, especially in biohacking, they haphazardly jump from one modality to another, not even realizing what effects different things have. It's sort of like a mad dash to like spend as much money on their health as possible. And then when you look at them like a year later, you're like, you improved nothing. Mm. Right. You got to, you got to realize the power of the intervention in question. And then, give it its full test. You know, somebody gets X3, use it for six months Mm. and see what happens and follow the nutrition program. Mm. And don't think you're going to outsmart some of the things. It's one of the biggest problem I have is people want to add stuff like, Mm. oh, I'm going to get extra results because I'm going to throw in some, you know, some stupid exercise. Uh, And and there's a lot of those, by the way. where they're almost creating more of an injury situation than they are like helping anything. Mm. And they, um, they end up having very diminished results. And then they say, well, you know, it didn't work as well for me as it did for Dr. Jaquish or 20 uh, other 20 people on the website. And it's like, yeah, because you did it wrong. Mm. Follow the program. Mm. Like it went way out of my way to optimize that Mm. so that it's right. And then don't, don't start rearranging it. Like there's a reason Apple glues their phones and there's no screws on the back mm. because there'd be some 
moron who would try and open it up and say, oh, I'm going to put an, you know, an extra memory chip in there or something like that. And they'd ruin their phone. Sort of a problem I see coming from the biohacking industry is a lot of people think these interventions sort of do everything. Mm. So people walk in and say, what does this do for cancer? And I, you know, I look at them like nothing. Mm. Why would you even ask that? Mm. Like, totally different mechanism what like why now chemotherapy is damaging the bone density and we've had plenty of people successfully reverse the bone loss that was from chemotherapy but like uh and i don't know whether it's comes from silly things like alkaline water which never did anything uh or or um you know, sometimes i hear red light therapy way oversold like, yeah. oh, it does all these, you know, these 10 things. And I'm like, mm, it does one of those things. <laughs> the other things, maybe, but probably not. Mm. So you want to make sure, because in a way, the customers, the members want to kind of embrace that logic of like the it does everything. And, mm. and maybe, maybe some of that logic comes from yoga people or vegans because they promise like it's like oh if you do yoga you know you'll never get cancer or if you oh. died of cancer it's because you didn't do enough yoga uh and and not not all yoga people are like that but it's just, <laughs> you know, sometimes you hear that at a cocktail party and you're like wow okay yeah there's That's, certainly there's certainly a lot of bad science out there john isn't there yeah so well the internet stuff. helps uh, spread that bad science it's just like a nexus <laughs> of misinformation and bad advice and uh, the people who don't have a reputation to uphold don't care if they're attacked mm. so they can just go there and just dump all of the mm. uh, silly biased incorrect misunderstanding type stuff uh, I, I, I probably I actually have a hotkey thing on my phone where I press like two buttons and it lays down an entire paragraph where I say like, please don't ever get your medical advice from commenters on the internet. You have absolutely no idea who you're talking to. Mm. It might be a 12 year old. Mm. Yeah. Of course. Just, yeah. Don't get your advice from internet commenters, mm. from people who actually have some sort of qualification, understanding, maybe people have written a book or, uh, been on a lot of podcasts, create a successful business around a concept <laughs> like me, uh, for example, yeah, <laughs> uh, just, it's not, not these clowns. Yeah. Follow me, mm. follow me on Instagram. It's, uh, Dr. Jake wish on Instagram or Dr. John Jake wish on Facebook. I'd just like to thank you very much for your time. It's been, uh, awesome to speak to you. I've been a follower of you for at least two years and I know everything that you say is, sensible it's backed up by science and you know it it works so i would definitely advocate everybody follow dr john jayquish awesome thank you very much All right, guys. thank Cheers. you thanks thank so you. much cheers i'd like to thank dr john jayquish for his time and fascinating points of view do check out john on his social channels remember if you would like to access our content one week before it's released please leave your details at www.upgradedexecutive.com forward slash subscribe and we will send you a special link so you can access the videos one week before we officially release them.
You can also follow us on all of our social channels at Connect With UE. And also our website at www.upgradedexecutive.com. Remember, if you like this episode with John, you're going to love the next one. So check out episode 12, which is Eat Like a Carnival. <laughs>